Hello everybody, welcome back to the Ryan is Dead podcast, episode 7, we're here, I know what you're thinking. Ryan, I thought you were going to be done by October 10th, how are you going to get 12 episodes out if you're on episode 7? Uh, I'm not, I just, <laughs> I've been busy, I have midterms, I'm probably still going to be busy, so at this point, I think best I can do is 9 episodes, 9 to 10 episodes, which I'm happy with. 9 and 10 are both pretty good episodes to end the season off with, there's not 11. 11 is lame. If I end up at 11, I'll kill myself. And I'm, no matter what, I'm going to try and get to the 12 mark if I manage 11. But I doubt I'm going to manage 11. Because here's the plan. Right, we have this episode. This is episode 7. Hopefully nothing goes wrong with this. If something goes wrong with this episode, I'm giving up on the podcast. I'm telling everybody, no more episodes. Done. Nada. Just nothing. Zilch. Uh, I'm kidding. I, probably, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Yeah, I have this episode. Tomorrow... Okay, wait, it's the fourth, right? Yes, okay. You just heard me tapping the screen, sorry. <laughs> it is October 4th. I have until October 10th. Six days left for three episodes, so like every other day. I have today, not tomorrow, Tuesday. So Wednesday, Friday could be. Actually, I could do something Thursday. There could be something Thursday. It's, po- it's a possibility. I don't know, though. We'll have to see. What happens? I think it's possible. I think I'll be able to hit 10 days. The problem is I wanted to have an episode. One, I wanted an episode before the finale to talk about, like, stuff. And I wanted an episode before that where I had, like, previous uh, people that were on the show onto the show. But I don't think I can do that. Because Anthony and Arion are just too, like... I feel like if for them to work in an episode, we'd have to have, like, a two-hour-long episode. I just don't think it would work. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, and especially because Thursday, I have an idea of maybe getting some other people on. If they get on, I can't really fit, like, a million people on the same episode. I'm, I'm not really... That's not really what this is. So yeah, today, hopefully Wednesday, maybe Thursday or Friday. That's, today's the 4th. Friday would be the 9th. And maybe the finale on Saturday. That would have to be the goal so wednesday i'll have like a normal episode or on wednesday what i might do is i might have my special alone because i wanted i don't know if i want the finale to be my special episode because i want what i planned for the finale was that it'd be like a look back on the podcast but i don't know i guess what i'll just figure out uh in the meantime it depends on what I can do. If I depending on what I can do Thursday or Friday, I think that's what the plan's gonna have to uh, depend on. So yeah, there's that. Uh, on that's about the plan so far. The podcast. I don't think. Like definitely gonna be done by October. We're not done by October. Obviously, it's already October. We'll be done, like by the middle of October. Am I gonna be back in November? Don't know. It might have to be December. But, if everything is great, maybe November tenth is when it's back. Who knows. I'm actually, I have like food I should be eating. It's like right in front of me. Let me drink my water. Everyone else drink water. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Hear those gulps. Okay. Well, I I, I have some topics. I planned it out a little bit. Okay. I don't want all these episodes to be lame, but I can't talk about my crushes again because obviously I used the last episode for that. Kind of used up everything. So we're getting to this episode. First of all, I want to talk about a phenomenon happening right now. Squid Game. If you haven't heard about Squid Game, leave the podcast. You don't deserve to be here. You are under a rock. Like I don't. 
everyone's heard of Squid Game. It's everywhere. Memes everywhere. The culture about it everywhere. It, it's on Roblox. People are playing Roblox Squid Games for some reason. It's everywhere. And I... I know what you're thinking. You're probably wondering, oh, dear Lord Ryan, God Almighty himself, what is your rating upon Squid Game, and how should I react to your rating? Well, here you are, child. I give it a 6 to 7 out of 10, max. I know what you're thinking. But Ryan, this game is so good. Why was your point so low? First of all, really basic plot. Like, it, it's, it's super, super just overdone at this point. I don't think... And I, like, I don't blame the show. I think the show did the best it could for that kind of genre. But Squid Game goes through this thing I, I like to call just repetition syndrome. That's the best name I can give it. I have no idea. But essentially... Uh, there's probably like an actual name for this but essentially it's the idea of how no matter what kind of like creative thing you make or any art piece or any video or any story it's always going to have similarities to another story or art piece and no matter what you do there's going to be something that's the same and the problem with squid game is that the show's linear idea the idea of death games is already such a small and and like what's the word i'm looking for like packed style it's so easy to have its themes and ideas intertwined with other stories where it's bland. Like, I think episodes two is... Oh, yeah, by the way, this is so spoiler-heavy. If you're watching this, you're going to get spoiled. I'll try to edit in, app, like, right now to when you should skip to if you don't want to be spoiled. But I might not do that because I might be lazy and just upload this. So just skip around until I'm not talking about Squid Game. <laughs> Uh, skip to like 16 minutes, 20 seconds if you don't want to hear anything about Squid Game. I also want to add, this episode is originally 40 minutes long. I decided to take out a segment at the end that I thought was a bit too serious. At the time, when I was speaking, I thought it'd be funny and it would fit the theme. But I realized now that I probably should cut that out because there's some stuff that I just don't want to have talking about. Either way, I hope you guys are okay with that. It wasn't that interesting of a story anyways. So you're probably not missing anything. I also left a little message at the end. I'll say it again now. Also, I'm saying that because I recorded the end part before this part for some reason. Anyways, I said, uh, go to my Instagram after this episode. I'm going to ask for some questions because for the lack in segment, I'm going to try and upload another episode tomorrow because this episode's really short, especially if you're skipping past the Squid Game part. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. See ya. I'll, I'll keep saying Squid Game every now and then, so you like you listen to the audio if I say Squid Game. I'll try not to talk about it that long, does you actually have some stuff to listen to? But it's like... The, like the second episode, I think, did a really good job for what it could do. But it's still the idea of just, these guys are poor, and people are going to these death games because they're greedy and want money. Like, it's just such a, a generic idea on paper. I, I still think Squid Game portrayed it really well. I, 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 episode 2 is probably my favorite episode. I think they did a really, really good job of showing everyone's, like, downfall. And, like, the idea, like, the fact that they're all going to go back. I think that was really well made. And it was a great explanation as to why they're in the games. Because, obviously, they were optional games. They didn't have to play them, technically. So, it, it was a really good way of having, one, the idea that they're optional games. And, two, having people actually play the games, regardless of them being optional. Really good way of doing that. Uh, I think a lot of people can agree with me. The ending is what really threw it off. I feel like the ending was one of those endings, because I, I can agree, I can relate to this, because I try to do this with like a lot of my stories, ideas, or not as much anymore, because I've learned, but when I was younger, I do this all the time. I would try to shove 
eating like a really crazy plot twist or just this really absurd idea because i i would think that just automatically make it good right if because usually plot twists and stuff are really like just really interesting and i always thought plot twists were really fun to see but the thing is plot twists have to be done really well here's a massive spoiler if you were if you were just listening through this regardless of the spoilers skip this a hundred percent skip this skip like five minutes after this you should not hear what i'm about to say anyways spoiler alert when we found out that il nam was a bad guy all along like i guess there was a little like here and there there was some like foreshadowing to it but it just didn't feel right like i didn't like I, even when i was there i wasn't it didn't like, when we first saw it and he admitted that it was him, I wasn't like, <gasps> Il Nam, no! Like, I was just like, a, uh. like, I mean, it makes sense that there'd be a plot to like Because the thing is, the show made it so obvious that there was going to be, like, the creator of this, that we would, like, like it made it so obvious that it was just going to be someone surprising. That, that when it actually happened, I was like, yeah, it, it would be someone like him. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was fucking Gihun's mom or something at that rate. I'm going to take a bite of my food. Ow. Mm, yummy. If someone can message me, or I don't know if these have comments. I don't think Spotify has comments, but if it was an Apple podcast, it would. If someone can message me and guess what food I'm eating, I will give them a kiss on the cheek. Or if you don't want a kiss on the cheek, I'll give you like a buck or something or a dollar. There's no way you guess what I'm eating, but if you will, actually, I'll do anything. Even get paid. I don't care. You're never guessing what this is. Anyways. Also, uh, let's not take that out of context. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it was just kind of forced. And then there was the thing at the end where Yihan, instead of going to his daughter, decided to leave and try to stop the games. Oh my god, that made me so angry. First, I find out he didn't use the money he earned for a year. I don't care if your mom died, idiot. You have a daughter and your own life. Spend your money, stupid. Like, sure, it's guilt because technically there's like four hundred other people like who died for that money. It's all essentially blood money. So like, I get that idea, but it's just the fact that they they pressured that this idea of Gihan being so desperate, but they don't even like make up for it. Like, you're telling me his desperation all disappeared because of this game. Like, I I guess it would have a heavy impact, but at the same time, like. Literally, the entire purpose of his being and, like, will to be there was for him to get money for, like, his daughter and him. And, I I mean, his mom as well, but obviously his mom is is dead at the end, so it doesn't matter. It's just such a, like, a, a bitch slap in the face. Like, I was so excited to see him finally, like, be the dad he was meant to be. Because, like, at the beginning, you see him be a really nice dad in, like, theory. Like... I don't know why he never checked what the toy was from the claw machine. I guess he was excited. But like, it was still the thought behind it. Like, he still spent, like, his, his little bits of money left for it. Then, also, though, he also gambled his money a lot. And he owed, like, this, like, mafia gang or something a lot of money. But he still, like, you could still see some good intentions there, man. And it was just all over the place. Like, one second he's a good father. Next second he's not a good father. Second after he hates being a father like some sh- like it's just there's no constant character with Gihan and honestly Gihan was probably my f- least favorite character because of that I liked him a lot until the end because it just completely 180 his character it did not make sense and so like why he would do like ah 
It just, why would you not go see your daughter after a year? She lives in America. And I don't see, understand what you're going to do with the games. You're going to go up there. It's like you're immune to MP5s now or something. What the fuck are you going to do? Like, you're you're still going to die. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they make a season two out of it. And maybe something happens then. I, I'm curious to see if they make a season two and see how Gihan plans on stopping the games. I don't know. Another thing, when we find out the head, ma- the front master is the detective's brother the whole time. Is this like... It was another, like, obvious thing that his brother... Like, throughout the show, I thought the detective's brother was either going to be the, the main dude, like, Ilnam, or he was going to be the front master. Like, it was just obvious he was one of those things, because he wasn't in the game, and then near the middle, you find out that he won a previous game. So you... And, which confuses me, because it makes me think, first of all, you're not aware of your brother, like, winning these games a long time ago and getting a lot of money. And this one, okay, near the beginning when he's looking for his brother, he has his brother like apartment, and apparently his brother hadn't been there for a few days. If it's first of all, it's a really poor apartment, or not like really really poor, but it's obviously not not like someone who won Squid Games worth. Like a Squid Games winner could make like live in a mansion if they wanted to. And he also had like an invitation card. That he found inside his room. And it's not like he was missing for like the five years he should have been. He was missing for like he, the landowner said like a week. So I was it didn't like the continuity there doesn't make sense. There's loads of gaps. Like you can argue like maybe he's like Gihan and he doesn't use his money. But he obviously still supports the games. So why would he not use his money? And it also could be like to keep it secret. So, you know, no one catches the fact that he's this really rich dude from Squid Games. But that still doesn't, like, I guess, yeah. But I think there's other better way. You could live in, like, at least a, a normal, a normal suburban home, at least. Like, there's no reason to, to live that poor. And even then, it still doesn't explain why does he have an invitation card if he is running the thing. Like, he doesn't need the invitation. And you're telling me his family never wondered where he went? They just he just kind of left every like every year and just like yeah he just and then that one time is when they were like yeah I think let's go look for him like I don't know it, a big gap in that plotline I thought it was a really interesting subplot though because uh, it was kind of the only way that you were ever gonna be able to find out the backstory of the games and how they worked if it wasn't for that subplot so it's kind of forced like if it was completely focused on Gihan's story and then you would never know like oh it's like people betting on it until like you wouldn't know that until the very end where Ilnam explains everything. Yeah, honestly, Squid Game, like, it's a fun watch. It's one of those fun watch things, but it's not actually good. It, like, maybe if it's your first time seeing a Death Game show or seeing a K-drama, I can see how you would think it's really good, but it's really, really basic and super... There's mistakes everywhere. Well, the games weren't interesting to me either. The only somewhat interesting game was, like... I don't marbles maybe not and it wasn't even because of the game it was just because of what happened like that that episode six was just a really interesting scene oh my oh i have to say this i'm so upset about what they did to ali bro i, I think everyone can agree that ali did not deserve that dude i he was my favorite character up until then too. i'm gonna take another bite wait ah hmm I'm giving y'all a hint, bruh. I'm chewing mad close to the mic so you know what I'm eating. If you want to peg me, here it is. This is your last chance. I, I will give one more hit. 
it's American food. So it's not like completely out of the water. You can, it like, it's no way you guess it still. But it's not some dumb shit like chicken fried rice with onions, garlic, and like, so like, it's not something super specific. It's a pretty basic food. Oh, yeah. That's not random about Squid Game. Squid Game is super hype. I want to say, though, I was not on the hype train. I had that shit reminded on Netflix for when it came out. Okay, I knew I saw the trailers beforehand. I had Netflix remind me when it came out. I watched the first episode on the day of its release. I didn't finish it right away. But I just proved further that the show is not that awesome. <laughs> like, but then again, I don't like finishing my shows in like one sitting anyways, so... That's kind of why. Like, I, I probably would have finished it way earlier, but I forced myself to elongate it so I can enjoy it over time. Because I assumed it would be a, a, an enjoyable watch with the entire thing. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I was also, like... I was thinking near the end that they wouldn't have this stereotypical Squid Game as the last game. Like, I, it was kind of obvious from the beginning that the last game would be Squid Game. But when I found out it was just a, a one-on-one game, I was like, maybe it won't be Squid Game. But they just made it a one, 1v1 Squid Game, which makes no sense. I I don't see how Gihan ever wins that game unless he throws sand into Sangwoo's face like he did. I don't really want But Venom 2 is just so cool, dude. Okay, sorry. No more movie talk. As much as I want to. Or, or like, show talk. I actually still want to talk about Squid Game. There's more. But no, not, no. I'll restrain myself. I'll stop. I wanted to talk on this episode about my childhood. Because I feel like that would be a fun topic that I can still, like, make interesting and not be one of my crushes. Yeah, I always want to say, there is more I want to talk about my love life, because I know that's an interesting topic, and I enjoy talking about it too, and I enjoy hearing others talk about it, so I will bring that up eventually, but not in this episode. I think that's like a finale episode thing, because at, at this point, all I have left is like really, really deep stuff. Not really, really, really deep stuff, not like that, but it's like, it's deeper than the other stuff, and I think it's just better saved as the last episode. So yeah. Uh... Elementary school is probably what I'm going to be talking about. Because I, I have some funny stories from elementary school. And middle school, maybe. I'll talk about middle school, too. Elementary school, I lived in Alabama. Most people know this. Yeehaw. I fucked my sister. No. <laughs> it was obviously not that. It, that's, it, that is kind of the area I lived in, though. I was I didn't know it at the time. I was in a very white, like, southern area. There there was a bit of diversity. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, was, I wasn't surrounded by just, like, cowboys. Like, there was... some Some people were pretty cool. And I, there wasn't, like, racists everywhere or anything either. It was a normal area. Just a, It was much more... It was much less diverse than where I am now. Anyone who, who knows me and, like... Listen, like, if you guys have never lived in, a, in like, a, a more southern and, like, white area... Like, I feel like you'd be amazed. Especially here. Because where I live and where we live, if you're, you know, listening to this and you know me... We live in a very diverse area. <laughs> like, it is surprising. I'm pretty sure there's more minorities than there are, uh, like, Caucasian people. So, yeah. And it was so weird, because I feel like that just kind of automatically gave me a bond with any minority there. It's kind of weird, though, because I feel like they were put in a really bad light. There was these two Asian boys. I think they were twins. I don't know. They were in the same grade. They didn't look like twins, but I'm assuming they're twins, because they're in the same grade, and they were siblings. And, like, they look pretty similar. They were... I feel like a lot of people bullied them, and it sucks, because it's not like, they didn't bully them because they're Asian, I think more so they got, like, laughed at, 
purely because they just happen to be Asian and they also just happen to make some like dumb mistakes every now and then. Like one of them, I remember vividly, like first grade, going to the bathroom and now girls, just so you know, boys had this little part in the bathroom that they can stand and pee in called a urinal. Um, I'm sorry, that's so like, that's so fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Obviously, you guys know what that is. Um, yeah, anyways, there's a urinal. And I walk in, dude's entire booty cheeks was just out peeing. He pulled his pants all the way down to pee. Like, I get, and the thing is, it wasn't like, he wasn't wearing like jeans or something that would be hard for, like, it was shorts. He was wearing some, like, some gym shorts. He could just pull that shit barely down, stuck his fucking weenie out and just peed. But he pulled the entire junk down, underwear and everything, dude. I, that was my first time seeing cheeks. And it was a dude's cheeks. And it's just imprinted in my mind. And it's stuff like that. Like, they, they, they were obviously, like... I don't know. They were different. <laughs> they were cool, though. I remember actually enjoying, like, talking to them and stuff. They were actually generally cool guys. And actually, my parents worked at this gas station at the time. Like, they owned it. And right next to the gas station was uh, the restaurant that their parents owned. So sometimes I would... Like, when I would be forced to, like, go to my parents' work... Because we didn't, like, have babysitters or anything... I go there, and sometimes I would just go next door over to the restaurant, and not only would their family give me like like some free samples and like the fruit and shit, I would also just get to hang out with them. So yeah, it was they were cool. I just I feel like that the fact they happened to make some some weird actions, I guess, and the fact that they're Asian, it's kind of put them in a bad light. Sadly, taking another bite. Um. Um. Drink your water while I'm chewing. I took a bit of a bite. Oh, fuck. Well, this is awkward. Um. Hey, Siri. Dang, it doesn't work. I was hoping I could play a song or something. To, like, keep you guys occupied. Nom nom nom. I'm gonna cut this out. This is a big ass chew. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm back. I'm so sorry about that. That was, <laughs> that was I took a way too big of a bite. I was just slowly chewing that shit. Anyways. Yeah, there was cool there were some other minorities. Oh, one of my best friends was a minority. Uh Still is one of my best friends. So I talk to him every now and then. Another one of my best friends, best friends is also a minority. I don't talk to them as much anymore though. They but they were the homies. They were they were close their parents were close friends of my parents too. Like I had sleepboards at their house. We lived near each other at one point. Um, I feel bad for my parents because the problem was most of the time they, they, I don't think there was any other Bengali kids there, first of all. The other two like my two best friends, they were both no. One of them was Pakistani, other one was uh Indian. So it was just there's the trio of brown. <laughs> but the thing about the Indian and Pakistani, like, they, I'm pretty sure they spoke the same language, I think. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it, it was just weird for my mom to be friends with them. Because my mom was still very Bengali heavy at the time. So she kind of just was forced to hang out with their parents because I hung out with their kids all the time. So yeah. Oh my god, that reminded me. I always had this weird, like, obsession with, like, wanting like one of those cars and i don't like a hot wheel like an actual like kids like 
battery driven car like you sit in it and you can just drive around and i remember one of my friends the indian one uh they had one and i would and this is at the time was it my parents oh okay they forgot to the front door i was scared Anyways, they had one, and I know it, we lived next to each other at the time, and I always try to go to the house to ride on it, because I just, I, I was so obsessed with it for some reason, I don't know why, I, just, I really wanted to ride it, anyway, that's just a random story, <gasps> this is a story, oh my god, I think about this like every other week, and I don't know why I've never told so many people about this, but this story is amazing, okay, one day, uh, I had this one friend named Jimmy, not actually his name, um, but I will call him Jimmy for the story, and every day in elementary school, we would have recess, we go out for recess, and one day we came back from recess on the way back. Like everyone was like in line, ready to walk back to the classes. This is in fourth grade, I think. And I'm walking back with my friend Jimmy, and I don't know what came over us, but we were like dying laughing at the word balls, and I mean like testicles. We were talking about balls in our head, and the reason we find, we're finding it funny. Is what we kept doing is we kept adding random words or adjectives before we said balls. And we just keep taking turns. Like, I would say something shit like space balls. And then he would say something like water balls. I would say something like dog balls. And we just kept going like that over and over again with different adjectives and de- different, like, nouns beforehand. And we just kept laughing so hard about it. And we're doing this on the way back to class. And while we're on the way back to class, some, like, I don't remember who, like, maybe it was, like, a custodian or something, overhears us. And she comes and she's like, guys what the heck are you saying? What if a girl hears you? And she got us in trouble. She literally told on our teacher. And I remember the teacher that pulled us both out and they were just like, oh my God, guys, that's so inappropriate. What if a girl heard you? And like, at the time, that was like one of the first times that I got in trouble like ever. So I was like really upset because what they did is after, they counted it as like a swear word. So they gave me this paper that I had to go home and get signed by my parents saying that I said the swear word. And I think Jimmy ended up doing it and I never did because I was too scared. And I got completely away with it. I don't know why. I just... They completely forgot that I had to turn that in. So I'm chilling. My parents don't know that I was making ball jokes. What it makes me think now, like, their main argument was the fact that what if a girl heard it? What would a fourth grade girl interpret from us saying space balls? We weren't saying anything special. What if I was literally talking about, like... What if I was talking about the space buddies? And Air Bud, they play basketball. And they're in space. What if I was talking about that? <laughs> they so, it was they just got mad at me. And I'm saying it's because it's I'm a minority. That's what it is. They, it was a racially motivated action. Even though Jimmy was a very white male. But we don't talk about that. It was just weird in general being uh like a Bengali kid in that area. Because a lot of customs and stuff were really, really like known and obvious to people whereas my parents didn't understand a lot of stuff like they were supposed to teach me a lot of stuff to help me understand but i just didn't understand it like for example thanksgiving everyone just kind of knew every like how thanksgiving worked when i was just there like what are we doing like <laughs> like it, it didn't make sense and i remember like stuff like um like we had we'd have like little festivals or school every now and then and some games wouldn't make sense i wouldn't know about like what they are stuff like that like there's a lot of stuff that i had to learn on my own because my parents wouldn't understand it because it's american culture and obviously obviously my parents wouldn't understand that kind of american culture like it was very southern like white culture like it's just not something that my parents were very accustomed to it was kind of weird it was very embarrassing at times not knowing stuff i always thought i always i used to be a kid who was pretty upset that my parents were were minorities because i i wanted to fit in 
obviously now I'm very I'm very appreciative of where my parents are from and where my culture is. But I, I, I won't lie. I was one of those kids that was kind of embarrassed in my culture. And I just want to say no kid should feel like that. Every kid should be like proud and appreciative of, of their own culture and their heritage. Again, now I definitely am. Back then, I was a little stupid, so... <laughs> okay. Uh, what else was there in Alabama? Alabama was just wacky, dude. It was a wacky, wacky time. Like, it's so weird thinking back on it now and thinking just how different it was. There was this one time I got locked out of my... <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm going to cut in. This is the part I was saying at the beginning that I decided to cut out because I thought it was a bit too serious of the podcast. I shouldn't have brought it up. At the time, I thought it was a funny story until I realized it really isn't that funny. So yeah, uh, sorry to have it short, especially if you were one of those people who didn't want to get spoiled on Squid Game. So this episode was only like fifteen minutes for you, and not that interesting. Uh, and to make up this, and to make up for this loss in time, because I would have had this big ass segment, because this segment was originally like forty minutes long. This segment, as in the entire podcast, was like forty minutes long. The segment itself was ten minutes. To make for for it, I'm gonna see if I can turn an episode out tomorrow. Um, I'm going to post something on my Instagram for you guys to ask me questions. I'll try to ask, answer every single question you guys post. Whatever you ask, I don't care. You can ask how why my asshole is. I'll answer it. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I know this episode was, again, really weird and all over the place. But either way, hope you guys are excited for the next few episodes because I hope they're going to all be bangers. And I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>